From the nation's capital, here is tonight's Nations Report. Here's a look at the news today. Last Friday of 2023, busy for officers of the Royal Turks and Caicos Islands Police Force. Around the region, some Caribbean nations are mourning the loss of influential figures. Cryptocurrency founder Sam Bankman-Fried will not face a second trial. A look at sports and the weather forecast, all those and more coming up. Listeners, thank you all for tuning in to the Nation Station, RTC 89.1 FM. Happy New Year to all of you and all the best for 2024. It's a pleasure to be back on air. It's Tuesday, January 2nd, 2024. The last Friday of 2023 was quite a busy one. On Friday, December 29th, 2023, around 7 p.m., a tragic incident occurred when a 33-year-old man was shot during an apparent robbery in the vicinity of Dockyard, Q-Town. The victim was transported for medical treatment and subsequently listed in critical condition. Regrettably, the victim succumbed to his injuries on the morning of Saturday, December 30th. The loss of life under such circumstances is a tragedy, this bringing the murder count for 2023 for a total of 24. The Royal Turks and Caicos Islands Police Force urges anyone with pertinent information regarding this incident or any other to come forward and assist in the ongoing investigation. You can contact 911, the nearest police station, or TCI Crime Stoppers at 1-800-8477 to provide any details anonymously. And on Friday, the Royal Turks and Caicos Islands Police Force responded to reports of a serious motor vehicle accident on Airport Road at around 8 p.m. The collision involves a red Nissan March without a registration plate and a white Toyota Corolla. Both individuals involved sustained injuries and were promptly transported to hospital for necessary treatment and care. The Royal Turks and Caicos Islands Police Force's traffic unit is actively conducting investigations into the circumstances surrounding this incident to ascertain all pertinent details. And a number of court cases had been called over the Christmas holidays, including one on December 28th, where five Haitian nationals appeared before acting resident magistrate Patricia Arana. All five were charged with one count of unlawful illegal entry into the Turks and Caicos Islands. Four men were charged in relation to an illegal sloop interception on December 6th, consisting of approximately 150 people on board. The fifth man was charged for a December 4th sloop interception with approximately 200 people on board. All five men pled guilty to the charges. One of the five individuals had tried to enter the TCI on a previous occasion and his name was picked up in the Department of Immigration's database. The magistrate handed down a sentence of a fine of $3,000 each or three months imprisonment. 
Anderson Jeffley, 24 years old, Sandro Eugene, 18 years old, Marceline Dorsalis, 28 years old, Digino Pierre, 52 years old, and James Floraval, 32 years old, all stated that they had no cash and will serve the three-month sentence. The magistrate also ordered immediate deportation once the three-month sentence has been served. And the Cheshire Hall Medical Center in Providenciales happily announced the birth of a precious Christmas baby. Danny Joseph, 29 years old, and Sharon Font St. Jules, 29 years old, welcomed their beautiful daughter into the world on December 25, 2023. The baby girl arrived healthy, weighing 3.4 kilograms or 7.4 pounds and measuring 51 centimeters or 20 inches. This heartwarming holiday delivery has brought an extra dose of joy to the hospital's maternity ward with staff and the new parents celebrating the special occasion. And the December 26th celebration of Maskanu, the Turks and Caicos' annual Boxing Day Festival on the streets of Grace Bay, was dubbed a resounding success. The streets of Grace Bay came alive with residents and visitors alike to participate in the yearly festival. Vendors were out selling local crafts, gifts, food, you name it. This was the second hosting of the event since the COVID-19 pandemic. The inaugural modern-day Maskanu Parade started back in 2011. However, the history of the holiday tradition dates back to the 19th century and how slaves in the Turks and Caicos celebrated Christmas time. That was a look at your local news. Regional is up next. Bezdio Pande, who served as Prime Minister of Trinidad and Tobago from 1995 to 2001, has died at 90 years old on January 1, 2024. Pande has had a decades-long political career, which began in 1965. He was the first person of Indian descent, along with being the first Hindu, to hold the office of Prime Minister of Trinidad and Tobago. He was first elected to Parliament in 1976 as the member of Kuva North. Pandey served as leader of the opposition five times between 1976 and 2010 and was a founding member of political parties, the United Labour Front, or ULF, the National Alliance for Reconstruction, NAR, and the United National Congress, UNC. He served as leader of the ULF and UNC and was President General of the All Trinidad Sugar and General Workers Trade Union. He was the former chairman and party leader of the United National Congress. In 2006, Pandey was convicted of failing to declare a bank account in London and imprisoned. However, a year later, that conviction was quashed by the Court of Appeal. He decided to resign as chairman of the United National Congress, but the party's executive refused to accept his resignation. He lost the party's internal elections in 2010 to deputy leader and now former prime minister Kamla Persard Bessassar. Outside of politics, Pandey was also a lawyer, economist, and an actor. He has cameos in several British films and television shows, notably Nine Hours to Rama in 1963 and The Winston Affair Indian in 1964. 
As the first Indo-Trinidadian prime minister in Trinidad, Pandey took the opportunity to correct perceived wrongs against the Indo-Trinidadian and Tobagonian communities. Shortly after beginning his first term as prime minister, Pandey granted the Shouter Baptists a national holiday. Spiritual Baptist faith is a religion created by persons of African ancestry in the plantations they came to in the former British West Indies countries. His political sponsorship contributed to the legitimization of the religion in the public's eye. In 2005, he was awarded the Pravasi Bharatiya Saman, the highest Indian award for overseas Indians by the Ministry of Overseas Indian Affairs. He is survived by his wife, Uma Pandey, and four daughters, Niala, Michaela, Nicola, and Vastala. And a pioneer in Jamaica's tourism industry, Robert Hendricks, owner of Caribbean World Vacations, died at his home in St. James on December 29, 2023, at the age of 75 years old. Reports state that Hendricks had been ailing for a few months. Hendricks entered the tourism sector in the late 1970s. He started out as the owner of Lollipop on the beach in Sandy Bay, Hanover, and then went on to set up Caribbean World Enterprises in St. James. He also partnered in the establishment of the Aquasol Beach Complex in Montego Bay. Years later, he joined the ground and tour operating company Tropical Tours in sales and marketing. In 2020, he was recognized with the Spirit of Independence Award by the St. James Municipal Corporation for his outstanding contribution to the tourism sector. Minister of Tourism in Jamaica Edmund Bartlett in a release described Hendricks as one of the pillars of Jamaica's post-independence tourism industry. He stated, quote, Robert was one of those notable Jamaicans who had an abiding faith in his country and was a firm believer in the contribution tourism could make to its development and the economic life of the people, end quote. He also noted that Hendricks's contribution to tourism accumulatively spanned over 40 years and that he was a trailblazer in all aspects of the word. That was a look at regional news. World News is up next. FTX founder Sam Bankman-Fried will not stand trial a second time after federal prosecutors in New York said Friday they would not prosecute the disgraced crypto executive on charges he made unlawful campaign contributions. The charge was severed from the rest of the case when Bankman-Fried was convicted at trial in November 2023. Prosecutors said in a letter to the court Friday evening, it does not plan to proceed with a second trial, which had been scheduled to start in March of 2024. Bankman Freed, 31 years old, was charged with seven counts of fraud, conspiracy and money laundering in what federal prosecutors have described as one of the biggest financial frauds in American history. He was accused of using customer deposits on the crypto trading platform FTX to cover losses at his hedge fund, pay off loans and buy lavish real estate, among other personal expenses. He pled not guilty to all counts. With the conviction on all charges, he could face a sentence of up to 110 years in prison. His sentencing has been scheduled for March 28, 2024. 
And three people were found guilty for their roles in distributing fake nursing diplomas from two South Florida nursing schools after a three-week trial where prosecutors accused the defendants of corrupting the health care field. Gail Russ, registrar of the Palm Beach School of Nursing in Lake Worth, Florida, Cassandra Jean, owner and operator of Success Nursing Review in Brooklyn, New York, and Valère Duracell, owner and operator of the Center for Advanced Training and Studies, in West Orange, New Jersey, were found guilty of wire fraud and conspiracy to commit wire fraud charges on December 15, 2023. These defendants were charged along with 11 co-defendants for their involvement in a scheme to sell fraudulent nursing degree diplomas and transcripts obtained from two private nursing schools that were once approved by the state of Florida to issue diplomas and transcripts to individuals seeking licenses and jobs as registered nurses and licensed practical vocational nurses. The bogus diplomas and transcripts qualified purchasers to sit for the National Nursing Board exam and after passing it to obtain licenses and jobs in various states. The overall scheme involved the distribution of more than 7,600 fake nursing diplomas by Palm Beach School of Nursing and Quisquia School of Nursing LLC in Palm Beach County. Prosecutors said that students paid between $10,000 and $20,000 for bogus academic credentials. These schools are now closed due to the excessive failure rates of their students taking the state nursing board exam. An additional 11 defendants entered pleas of guilty to conspiracy to commit wire fraud. In total, 27 defendants were charged and convicted in 2023 for their participation in this nursing diploma fraud scheme known as Operation Nightingale that created an illegal licensing and employment shortcut for aspiring nurses. The trio convicted on Friday will be sentenced on April 2, 2024, before a U.S. district judge. That was a look at World News Sports is up next. Major League Baseball player Wander Franco on Thursday defied a summons issued by the Dominican Republic Specialized Prosecutor's Office for Children and Adolescents as part of an inquiry into allegations that he had a relationship with a minor. Hours before he was scheduled to show in court, Franco, who is a Dominican native, dismissed lawyers from the Diaz-Treba firm as his representatives, who notified Judge Olga Dina Yaverias that it would be impossible for them to present the player before the judge and represent him in the investigative process. This according to court documents obtained by CNN and Espanol. The Dominican Attorney General's office has not yet filed a criminal charge against Franco. Despite the player's absence on Thursday, the judge indicated that the process must continue, saying there were other options to move forward. On August 13, 2023, Franco appeared to reject the accusations against him, saying on Instagram Live that he was focused instead on bettering himself. 
The Rays and Franco mutually agreed on August 14th that the All-Star shortstop would be placed on the restricted list. MLB subsequently placed Franco on administrative leave on August 22nd after the claims were made public in Dominican media. On November 2nd, the beginning of the league's offseason, Franco was activated to the roster. He could be placed back on leave after the offseason ends. And the Jamaican national football team, affectionately known as the Reggae Boys, was set to conclude the year 2023 as the top-ranked team in the Caribbean Football Union, or CFU, according to the latest FIFA World Rankings. Jamaica holds the 55th position in the global rankings, making them the 6th highest ranked team in the Confederation of North Central America and Caribbean Association Football, or CONCACAF, and one of four CFU teams inside the world's top 100. The Reggae Boys concluded the competitive year on a remarkable note by staging a comeback for the ages, defeating host nation Canada 3-2 in the second leg of their League A quarterfinal in the 2023-2024 CONCACAF Nations League. This historic victory marked Jamaica's first ever win on Canadian soil, resulting in a 4-4 draw on aggregate, with Jamaica securing advancement due to the away goal tiebreaker. As a result, the Reggae Boys have earned a place in the 2023-2024 CONCACAF Nations League Finals, scheduled for March. Additionally, they have qualified for the prestigious Copa America 2024. Among the other CFU teams ranked within the FIFA Top 100, Haiti holds the 89th position, 9th in CONCACAF, Curaçao ranks 90th, 10th in CONCACAF, and Trinidad and Tobago is positioned at 96th, 11th in CONCACAF. Antigua and Barbuda ranked 142nd globally and stands as the 5th highest ranked CFU team and 14th in the CONCACAF region. That was a look at sports. The weather forecast is up next. Let's take a look at the skies. Breezy conditions and rainy skies, highs of 78 degrees and lows of 71. Winds are from the northeast at 9 miles per hour. That wraps up your weather forecast. Recapping Tuesday's news, last Friday of 2023, busy for officers of the Royal Turks and Caicos Islands Police Force. Around the region, some Caribbean nations are mourning the loss of influential figures. Cryptocurrency founder Sam Bankman-Fried will not face a second trial. Again, I want to thank you all so much for tuning in to The Nation Station. If you missed today's presentation, any other newscast, or any of your favorite shows, you can always visit our website at www.rtc89fm.com or download the RTC app in the Google Play Store. Stay safe. Enjoy your evening. Join us again tomorrow evening at 6 p.m. for another edition of The Nation's Report. 